0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 9, Episode 6, titled Snatch Game. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by two married co-hosts. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say, here came the bride to Mrs. Taylor Burger King McDonald's. What?! burger king i couldn't think of a name i couldn't think of a name for you well and especially because now
1: rupaul's using up all of the ones for nina bonina (laughs) Mm.
0: yeah i remember there was one i was gonna do that oh i know what i'm gonna call taylor next week and she used it i think it was the romaine stamos and also from the podcast pod is my co-pilot please say Barbara, please to (laughs) rodan
2: thanks for having me how are you guys doing today
0: Good. We didn't talk for just twenty minutes before this. No,
2: not at all. We just hit a
0: button
1: and you <laughs> magically appeared. You're like Will I Am at the election. You're a hologram in front of us. Yeah,
0: I wasn't even sure Rodan was going to be there when I said the announcement.
2: <laughs> I was quiet before. I was I was trying to trying to let you talk. Oh, I know what you know. I don't know why
0: with Rodan I want to get to Rodan as soon as possible. But we had guests where like we Taylor and I have long conversations before we get to them.
2: Yeah, what's up? With that? Well, I would laugh through the whole thing, anyways, with uh, you two you, your banter as it would be our witty repartee. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> Here's the problem, Rodan,
0: is I just did a show yesterday with Taylor. Oh. I think we burned through our witty repartee yesterday.
1: Oh, wow. Well, mm. Thanks. Okay. Nice to see you, Taylor. We t- I said a couple of funny things when you were talking before.
2: Rodan laughed. Well, I'm easy. Well, and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 completely sober today. I've had I've had a couple
1: drinks. Honestly. Have you really? <laughs> is- well, because we have really we have leftover like alcohol from the wedding. So we had public subs tonight. And Babalu was like, you want to get a little bubbly? So we had so we had some <laughs> uh, Trader Joe's like strawberry Prosecco, some horrible just like it was nothing but sugar. So at some point when we're taping and I start foaming at the mouth, my eyes are all over my head. Oh, and by the way, the wedding cake is still good a week later from the fridge because I had a bite of it before, oh. we, before we left. And I said, this will be my reward for getting through this episode. I will have a slice of my <laughs> wedding cake. Nice.
0: I was just waiting for the word alligator to appear because it was already the most Florida conversation I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: public subs in my, and uh, Trader Joe's.
0: subs, Trader Joe's, uh, strawberry lemonade, something or other. And, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was crazy, but uh, yeah. Insert Disney World Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Disney World Mickey inbreeding. Mouse. <laughs> South Beach, South Beach. Yeah. By the way, poor education. Did you, did you ever try this South Beach diet, Rodan or Taylor? Either one of you?
2: Uh, I did like a Atkins. You know, back in the day, I bought the book. I remember buying the book for South
1: Beach <laughs> Diet. I remember reading it and then getting to the part with the recipes. And thinking, why well, don't like any of this food? Why am I going to do this? And that was as far as I got.
0: That's the thing with these uh, with these diet books is the included recipes are always horrible. Yeah, yeah. You usually you have to go somewhere else to get good. You know what's so funny though is I'm going to be honest with you. I I'm sick of these fucking like tasty videos on Facebook.
1: I oh my the god tasty yes. I talked about this on an episode like two seasons ago, and you and Daniel made fun of me because I went off on a tangent about them. And you, you both got very quiet, and then you started talking about something else. So I'm glad to hear you are on board hating the tasty videos. Go ahead.
0: Continue with your thought, please. These tasty videos, I could talk for days about them. First of all, they, they're they like this Rachel Ray. And I'll tell you what I mean. <laughs> this Rachel Ray, it's, you know, uh, what's her name of her show with the 30-minute dinners? 30-minute 30, 30 meals. Oh, 30-minute meals, Right. And then she'll be like, she'll, and you'll be seeing her. You go, like, okay, I can do this. You like, all right, I'm gonna keep these steaks cooking, and when we come back from the break, we'll start on the blank, right? Then she comes back from the break, what two minutes, and she's like, all right, I uh, made a baguette from scratch, and I also cut up three pounds of potatoes, and um, I also shaved all this chocolate right here into like little beautiful shavings. In the I'm like, no, you didn't, bitch. No, you didn't. <laughs> and the tasty videos are the same thing. Is that? Because everything's sped up and done super cute, it mm-hmm. looks like everything just happens in thirty seconds, and like you' like it'll be like you know like uh, four pounds of sliced tomato, I'm like have you ever tried to slice a tomato no because I don't like tomatoes po- <laughs> or peel and chop a potato or anything, and they will be like' this dumb thing I'm like there's so much prep that goes into this tasty part. you know what they're doing is the classic mise en place type cooking, you know that French style cooking where you mm-hmm. prep everything and then you cook it, yeah. So the part on Tasty where they're just dumping shit and it cooks in 30 minutes, yeah, that happens in the last 30 minutes of three hours of cooking, of prep, and all that stuff. Ugh, these Tasty videos. Anyway.
1: Plus they look sloppy. (laughs) Plus they always look – there's always something spilled on the table or there's something spilled on the mat, and that's the part that I don't like. The thing that I like about – like food network and cooking channel and stuff is everything looks very neat and organized and it's always there's a choreography to it whereas this especially because it's sped up everything just looks like it's slopped in there when you said it was like rachel ray i thought you were gonna say you mean it was built like
0: an 11 year old boy <laughs> <laughs> no but this taylor taylor's thinking about it. he watches this barefoot contessa who it's good it's funny that her name's barefoot she looks like her feet smell so good <laughs> <laughs>
1: i love ina shut up i love ina garden I want her life. I want her life so bad.
0: I know, my friend Chris, uh, his mom lives in the Hamptons and is friends with her. And I'm like, I want to What? Go-. Yes.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's, that, we now have a little
0: I've had conversations with the mom about Ina Garten and how when I go to the Hamptons, which I've never been or invited, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I want to hang out with her in Ina Garten. And go to one of those fancy Jeffrey parties. I want—I want there to be an episode where she's like, "Oh, thank you. I'm making this um, sliced London broil with um, uh, arugula. She broccoli. loves arugula with because arugula it's got a peppery bite party. to it. Yeah, for my huh. sloppy faggot friend Joe who's coming over in half an hour. <laughs> and I'm and then <laughs> and I just like Walt and like, hey, Anna, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, what are we eating today? You know. Anyway, so how did we get on the tasty videos?
1: We're having a developmentally disabled Mexican over for dinner tonight,
0: so I thought I would make him some of his favorite dishes. <laughs> and she goes, No, you don't cut meat with a spoon, Joe. You know. Why do they smell like feet in here? <laughs> this week pheromone confronts nina bonina brown about acting like a baby peppermint reveals her trans status the girls try their hands at celebrity impressions and walk the runway in their best madonna couture alexis michelle was named the winner of the challenge under threat of arson, meanwhile. While Peppermint and Cynthia Lee Fontaine were placed in the bottom two. During the lip sync, Peppermint cuckoo Cynthia Lee Fontaine and sent her cuckoo back to Austin, Texas, y'all, with a nice minty aftertaste. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you didn't. Let's start with Rodan.
2: I loved Liza's Snatch Game. Uh, I thought she brought an energy to the Snatch Game segment that like, none of the other queens were prepared for. And I loved Peppermint's lip sync. That shotgun move and the just her whole lip sync was amazing. So And I hated the fact that they did uh, a short snatch, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't like the fact that it was just too heavily edited. I would have liked a more pure snatch game. But that's my complaint every year.
0: Taylor, Burger King McDonald's?
2: I definitely would
1: agree with Rodan that Peppermint's Peppermint's lip sync was what I have been wanting to see from her. Just as far as that, give me more. And, you know, while I was sad to see her on the bottom two, I was glad to see that she really kind of blew cuckoo out of the water. Um, I I always enjoy the Snatch Game episode, so I did kind of like this. Actually, while I would agree that I like Liza, I really liked Valentina as Miss Columbia. I thought that was (laughs) a very... (laughs) That that was that was a very you kind of have to know what's going on to get it, but was was appreciated, and I apologize. That was my phone. and well, Dan,
0: what would happen on your show if that happened during your show? We're we would be
2: reminded me. not to bring mobile devices onto the set.
0: Does he do this on the air? Because you guys mentioned that, but I've never heard. I mean, I've heard him be like old cunty about. It, but is he, is he worse <laughs> off the air?
2: Well, I mean, it's degrees of cunty, so. <laughs>
1: Degrees of Cunty was my Thompson Twins cover band back in college, <laughs> by the way.
0: Oh, really? That's the name of my Stalker Channing play. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs>
1: So, no, and, and ironically, that was the person who I usually yell about having her phone on. That was her sending me a text message. Um, Stocker Channing? Yes, yeah, Stocker Channing was sending me text messages. <laughs> uh, there are worse things I could do
0: than send Taylor a text or two.
1: Okay, something I didn't like about the episode. I thought of it, and I, the beginning part with Farah and Nina. I thought that was a oh. very oddly edited interaction, and it was, of course, I don't think Farah necessarily knew what was going on either. But it was very much like a: is this a fight? Is this not a fight? What is this? I don't, I don't understand. So in that regard, I mean, I they did
2: like the it. same thing with Trinity at during this uh, during the uh, untucked after the show too, where it was like they tried to start a fight and it just fizzled.
1: Well, I mean, the difference between Farah and Nina was that almost like they started the fight music and then it turned into this. We're having a mirror moment before the it was it was just odd, so that that was my stuff. What about you? What are two things you liked and one thing you didn't, Joe?
0: I liked very little about this episode. Um, hmm. Wow, yeah, I wasn't a fan of this snatch game.
1: Uh, oh, I think there have definitely been better snatch games.
0: Yeah, yeah, I liked Valentina's um, Miss Columbia because that that was one of those ones when I saw it on the preview that she was doing that. They never showed her, but when I saw the preview. I was like, "Oh, that could be really, really bad. That could be really, really bad." And um, I like that. Um, can I include Untucked? Sure. I liked because I didn't include on in this episode on this sheet here, but Farah's little telling us the real tea about um, about her feelings about Alexis confronting them about her outfit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the one thing I didn't like was the snatch game. I wasn't a fan. Okay. Uh, after Eureka's elimination Alexis acts like a sore loser while Pheromone takes Nina Bonina Brown to task for her terrible
3: attitude Nina do you really want to be here? because it feels like you don't how? every week when you're getting ready in the mirror when we're at rehearsals you're just like I'm over it and I don't want to do this first
2: of all I'm getting ready over there and you're over there so you're not watching me in the mirror
3: I'm not convinced that Nina wants to be here. She has this big conspiracy that everyone wants to see her fail, and I'm so tired of it. You didn't even
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
3: Are you down now. I'm not trying to come for you. I just really feel like know here. That you. Wait, bitch. <laughs> if I'm down, I'm down on myself. I just want you to believe in yourself right, as much as more. RuPaul believes in right. you, because when I was looking at her, looking into your eyes, I wish that she had looked at me in my eyes the way that she had looked at you in yours, you know?
2: I apologize, because I know right now you're kind of just down of what happened, so I got black real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taylor, I wonder what your thoughts are on this.
1: Well, I think that it, it, it's a good example of a lot of times when we fight about things, we're not really necessarily fighting about what it, the surface Thing. A a lot of times when I have clients that come in and they're talking about various problems, I'll, you know, we kind of have to, you have to peel back the layers of the onion. And I thought, as much as I didn't like the way that they edited this and everything, it was a way to show that when these contestants in particular on this show are arguing, it very many times is not about. The surface thing—it's about feelings of insecurity, it's about feelings of fear, it's about feelings of anxiety, and it's just their way of kind of portraying that and, and sending that out into the universe. So hmm, interesting. I liked. I like
2: it when we, we get like therapy.
0: <laughs> Rodan, what were your thoughts?
2: Uh, there is nothing more threatening than a, a dead-eyed fish coming at you. <laughs> it she, uh, Just it was so bad. I mean, just having pheromone. Kind of give those feelings. It, 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 it was just it was no energy. She's upset, and there's no energy in that being upset. It was just horrible.
0: I'm gonna tell you something, and I said this last time, is I am a sucker for a twink crying. <laughs> and so she starts getting that crying <laughs> voice, and my heart melts. I'm just like, oh fair. And, and like I was looking in her eyes yesterday, and you know I was below her the way—if you've seen the picture—I uh, was below her. Uh, I had to kneel down because she was in the seat, and I was. She was like staring at me, and I was just like, oh. I was like, "I get lost in your eyes, and, and I, I feel, feel my penis <laughs> rise." <laughs> Rodan, who sings that? I have no idea. What? Okay. Okay. I'm going to say this, because Rodan and I are closer in age than I am to Taylor. There's like a two-year difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're still closer in age. Uh, okay. Rodan, how old are you? 41. Yeah, I'm 42. Okay, but she was still big when we were all teenagers. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is but, uh, Hold, please. Hold. <laughs> when I'm listening to your show, this comes up frequently... And I'll actually – because you guys will be – you guys will literally be like, how do you guys not – Rodan, how do you not know who Conrad Bain is? (laughs) (laughs) Well, why would you expect Rodan – but then this one, bitch, please, how are you not knowing who Debbie Gibson is?
2: Oh, I just didn't understand the song you guys were singing, but I know who Debbie Gibson is. Or as she was known, what, in the 90s as Deborah Gibson? (laughs) But, but, okay, in
0: the chorus, she goes – no, I, think in the, I don't remember what part of it. She was like, "They're like, da, 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 da. Wait, Taylor, what? That how the song, song is Taylor that? Song? No, I don't know what song that is. What I'm saying is like, "I get lost okay, in." Your I'll life. cut a lot of this out because we can.
2: You will not. You will keep all of oh, it. Yes, <laughs> <Huh? laughs> all of Taylor's singing needs to stay in. That will be at the end so
0: um wait <laughs> <laughs> and i feel <laughs> da, da, da. my
1: spirit rise and na, 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 na. what kind of
0: love <laughs> am i in okay oh <laughs> <What kind of> <laughs> <be>? <laughs> looking for where's she looking for so in my head because <laughs> she says you can take me to the stars but it really should be, and, and I've always, even when I was a little kid, been like, it, I would sing it and people would make fun of me. Because like, we are we looking for? You can take me to the store. Because because <laughs> it rhymes with four. And people would be like, it's that fucking store, you piece of shit. It's stars.
1: Okay, so you were a little Mexican gay boy singing Debbie Gibson and people were yelling at you because you got the worst. Again, this goes into the origin of who Joe Batances, much like last week. God, all this time I've wanted to do Taffy as my dissertation. Maybe I should be focusing my energy at you, and I would let you. <laughs> See, Taffy doesn't let you. I'd be like, uh huh. Go ahead. Oh no, wait. I would. I would spend hours giving Taffy attention where Taffy could talk about herself. Absolutely, Taffy would let me do hers, or well, not do her, but you know, would allow me to. Well, research she would her. let
2: you do her too.
1: I. I. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen Taffy's vagina?
1: No, I have seen Taffy's breasts, but I have not seen Taffy's vagina. Nor do I ever need to see Taffy's vagina. Has she
0: ever seen your penis? I
1: believe she has seen my penis. I know well, she's seen believe? my butt. I don't think she's uh, I don't know if she's seen my penis or not.
0: Wait, well, how do you not know this? Well, because okay.
1: All right. <laughs> uh, this is okay, years and years years and, years and years ago when we were part of the Orlando group we would go to the Orlando things, I said at one point, you know what? I think I want to bleach my hair. And I got bleach my hair as far, and then she ran, because we were in a Publix at the time, she got stuff so that yes. I could do my hair. So, I've heard this story. Right. Well, then in the room, there was a glass shower, and there was a patio out front, and I made everybody get out of the room so I could wash all the crap out of my hair. And I know at one point, I looked up, and they were kind of peering, because the, the patio connected the living room to the to the, to the bedroom where the shower was And I could see a bunch of them kind of looking in But I had, had my head down Because I was washing all the crap out of my hair So there is a were chance Were you
2: bleaching your dick? No Well, I was, he was trying to make the uh, drapes match the carpet No, I was not bleaching my dick First of so all, the carpet why, matched the drapes So yeah.
0: then why were, why, were you, why were you naked?
1: Because I had to get the crap out of my hair And it wasn't like a shower I could just kind of stick my head in And rinse the hair I had to get in the shower and wash my hair This seems pretty
0: weak sauce yeah. It's not a weak sauce, it happened. <laughs> the next day, RuPaul Charles <laughs> enters the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge.
3: Ladies, the time has come to separate the basic bitches from the fierce-ass queens.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Because, honey, for this week's Maxi Challenge, we're going to be playing some Snatch Game up in yeah! here. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Snatch Game. Woo! Imitate a celebrity and make us laugh out loud,
0: or else. First up, let's take a look at the two strongest contenders. Alexis Michelle impressed the judges with her take on Liza Minnelli.
3: Ring them bells, it's Liza Minnelli, or is it Lisa Minnulli? No, bro, it's Liza with a Z. It has a Z. Liza with a Z. With a Z, bro. Yeah, it's Liza with a Z. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Yeah. I said, Lady Bunny's palace. Her palace? Because there's nothing like playing the palace. <laughs> Marvel played the palace, and I sat right in the fourth row. Room. Wow. She sang right to me. Oh, boy. And to all the other homosexuals. Yes.
0: <laughs> Sasha Valour gave Alexis a run for her money with Sasha's impression of classic movie star Marlena Dietrich.
3: Next up, the legendary, Marlena Dietrich is here! Thank you so much for having me, Paul, on your drag race. I see you're also wearing a suit. I'm wearing a suit! You know, when I wear a suit, people say, Marlena, are you a lesbian? And I look at them and I say, yes. Okay, Marlena Dietrich! As a point of principle, I make sure that every homosexual pussy that I meet receives a Marlena signed photograph. <laughs> Not a match, Candace, I'm afraid. I'd love to give Fräulein Candice Kane a a signed photograph. (laughs) I promise that Teutonic bisexuals make the most forceful and unforgettable lovers. (laughs) Let's go to Marlena Dietrich. Well, I found this question kind of unfair because, as you know, I I rarely know these new things. I I rarely leave my house. No. And I died many decades ago. You did. This is going somewhere, I can tell. Yeah. So I I wrote, Tomaten, Kartoffeln and Sauerkraut. That's not a match, but a very, very good answer. And a long way to go for an answer. (laughs) I love it.
0: Now, Rodan, I was watching you on the camera, and you were giggling a bit. I did not laugh once during any of those, but uh, why don't we go to you. What did you like about these two impressions?
2: So, well, part of it is in comparison, right? So in comparison to the rest of the panel, they were amazing. In comparison to other Snatch games, I think they would have gotten lost on the crowd. But uh, especially Alexis, I I think it's an easy win, given her energy, on... um, this compared to the rest of the panel and uh Sasha Valour had some good little jokes but to me she got a little bit more lost uh in the sea of uh uh lameness that the rest of this uh, snatch game was so uh i thought it was i thought she was funny cute but these lines came across much funnier to me today than they did when i watched the episode last night oh
0: interesting Uh, Taylor the Latte, what were your thoughts? And I had the reverse
2: reaction to this.
1: Whereas when we watched it yesterday, we laughed at the Marlena Dietrich jokes, but now just listening to just the audio, you can tell how nervous she is. She's tripping up on her words a little bit. She's pausing at the wrong places as far as to get the comedic punch. But it was a much more nuanced character. I mean, Liza Minnelli. That's the whole thing. Is that she's just kind of this. She's this boom. She's this. She's this. Kaboom personality, whereas Marlena is very refined and very you know much more subtle, a much more nuanced personality. So, I I would agree that this. Plus, I also liked Valentina as we talked about before. You know, it wasn't necessarily the best snatch game. I can see why these two were the front runners, though in a in a uh, race of mediocre characters.
2: You know, I wonder if Valentina would have been as good, or if that bit could really last the entire Snatch Game, right? Like, if they would have, like, decompressed the Snatch Game, if Valentina's character could have remained funny throughout.
0: I think I'm with Rodan on this one. I wonder if, once again, I I think I've made this clear on the show. I feel the editors are in love with Valentina. They love her. Mm -hmm. And so they put Valentina in the best light. Because if you think about it, they showed a clip, and I think there was probably, I wouldn't be surprised if their love for Valentina... this bothered them. Where they showed Valentina saying a, a, hor- a dumb answer to the question about cocaine being something swapped out or something, but they wanted to show how shitty Cynthia Lee Fontaine is. So we'll hear it <laughs> in the Cynthia Lee Fontaine clip. But Valentina gives an answer you're like, that's nah, not that funny." So they, I feel like they cherry picked the funniest parts of Valentina and uh, and put those in. So um, as as I, look, I, Liza, I've seen Liza done better a million times. Jinx Monsoon mm-hmm. does a better than Liza Manelli. Jinx Monsoon does a better Marlena Dietrich. Because I think with those two characters, unless you can impersonate them exactly, which I guess Alexis was going for. Uh But if you do, then the material's harder. Okay? Especially in that, when you can't control the environment the way... Like Snatch Game, it's a very, very specific thing. So I think the smartest thing to do is to go absurd. And if you see some of the funniest ones, they do, they they take the character and they go absurd. Like Bob... Was absurd. Mm-hmm. I oh, guess. Yeah. I guess Bianca. But was Bianca really trying to do an accurate impression of Judge Judy? No, but she, they, she was she, just. They, I think they're all doing caricatures, though. Yeah. So, yeah, but like, I feel Alexis was not though. I, I feel Alexis was going for an impression. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. No, or well, yes? but I
1: mean, Eliza Manelli is kind of a caricature of herself. I mean, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you agree know, where you've got somebody like Marlena Dietrich. You know, I mean, she's known for the tuxedo. She's known for very talking, like, you know, that kind of thing. So, and even the Miss, Miss Columbia thing was sort of that. When you look at some of the other ones on there, like Nene or like Peppermint, like Cuckoo doing Sofia Vergara, oh. you know, they, they weren't, they were just trying to be the character. And I think that's what you need to do. When Bianca did Judge Judy, that was a caricature of J- Judge Judy. When, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what the hell's her name? Ben De La Creme did, uh, Maggie Smith did The Countess from <laughs> Downton Abbey. That was, in many ways, a caricature of that character from that TV show. The best wa- Michelle Sharon Needles is Michelle Visage. Well, okay, that is kind of an accurate prescription. But the rest of them are all sort of that, you know, they're they're, they're, suppo- they're kind of building up a caricature versus trying to be the character. The
0: most successful ones. Thank you. There were also some contestants who did not live up to their potential. Peppermint failed to amuse the judges when she performed as NeNe Leakes from The Real Housewives of Atlanta.
3: All right, up next, we've got Atlanta's juiciest peach. NeNe Leakes is here. Hi, Rue. How are you in Kenya doing? Rue? Mm. That bitch. Uh-oh. If her weave was on any title. Uh-huh. What would happen? Would her head pop off? Her head would explode, bitch. Oh, bloop. Bloop. Okay. All right, let's move on down to the ATL. Needy Leeks is in the house. Instead of swapping faces, you can swap what? If I was going to do an app or some kind of filter on, on, on Snapchat, I would definitely do one for poor people like Jasmine Masters. Now, if yeah. Jasmine Masters were going to have a... A, a filter on her discontinued cricket phone. She, she would probably have to swap credit scores first. Credit scores.
0: Blue. Meanwhile, Cynthia Lee Fontaine seemed to have an ace up her sleeve with her take on Sofia Vergara. But instead, she managed to disappoint everyone who saw it. Things didn't start out well for Cynthia when she had her table visit
3: with RuPaul. Well Cynthia Lee Fontaine I see a tank top And a brown lace front Are you doing Sophia
4: Vergara? Yes! (laughs) That's a great character for you Thank you I've been a study Sofia Vergara For almost two years I think it's a good choice Because we have accent I'm gonna slay her Can you give me just a touch of Sofia Vergara? Ay, Dios mío, pero porque usted entonces me hace esa pregunta while you ask me that question right now. I need more furniture. Do you have furniture? I can give you a discount right now.
3: Okay, so when are you going to start doing Sofia? Oh. Mm. Uh,
0: It just got worse during the Snatch Game. (laughs)
4: All right, from modern family, Sophia
3: Vergara.
4: Hola, how you doing, RuPaul? How is your husband, Joe Manganyang? You know what, RuPaul, you don't have to worry about mentioning that last name, yeah. because I always have problems. The only thing is like, when we have a little bit of interaction, or maybe probably sex, Yeah. we don't have to talk, it's just only body language.
3: Body language, darling, and Let yes. me
4: tell you something, These two big, beautiful Colombian surgical mm is making happy and oh, all the entire night trying to look for another children.
3: <laughs> well, you know, she's smiling, so I know she just told the joke. Sophia Vergara, what say you?
4: You know what? I think it's related to what are you looking to swap, so maybe I said titties. titties. They help me to be successful in this entertainment business. It's part of the wide, you know...
3: All right, Miss Columbia, what do you have?
4: In my country, we are known for beautiful women, and I think also cocaine. Cocaine! Cocaine! I think now I understand, hermana, why you lost the pajam. This is not the shadow, shade, I'm not, you know, because I love her so much. Dios mío!
0: Taylor?
1: It was kind of painful to watch. As much as I'm not a – you know, we've seen other contestants over the years fall hard. This was probably one of the worst Snatch Game performances we've ever seen.
0: Oh, well, because well, – you know why? I'll jump in. It's not like a train wreck like Kenya or when um, – who's the one that did Diana Ross? Was that Dita? Ritz? Uh, no. Uh, Milan. Wasn't it Milan? Oh, it's yes, <laughs> Milan. When Milan did Dita Ritz and Kenya Michaels did Beyonce, those were such train wrecks. They were, like, amazing. Does that make sense? Right. Where this was just, like, bad. I think well, that's what you're okay, you've got
1: – okay, there's multiple things that were wrong with this. One, she is right that she has an accent, so it's, it's not going to make sense for her to say, I'm going to be Sandra Day O'Connor or so, something like that. So so go go with that, but I mean, Sofia Vergara is like Liza Minnelli, kind of a caricature in many ways of the the celebrity that she is because she's very you know, just from what I've seen of her on Modern Family, seen of her in movies where she's kind of that like kind of crazy Colombian sort of. But and this was just rambling, and there was no jokes, and it it was there. She could have done so much more. Even with looks, she just kind of looked like Cynthia in a brown wig. She didn't really do anything with the eyes or did you know, she could do the eyes with the bright with the bright eyes to pop. Put you know, do some sort of padding to where you've got huge boobs. It it was it was just a very poor performance all around.
0: What do you think of Peppermint as Nene Leaks? I
1: I I don't watch any of those real housewife shows, so I, I know who Nene Leaks is, but she just seemed uncomfortable through the whole thing and that that definitely came off in her performance. Rodan.
2: I don't think that Peppermint did a bit of research on Nene Leaks because she is pretty distinguishable, you know, in her mannerisms and how she behaves and how she talks. And Peppermint didn't seem even a little bit prepared uh, to do an impression or, or to do a character of uh, Nene Leaks. And uh, same thing, like... Uh, cynthia lee fontaine for saying that she studied sophia vergara for two years to do that impression that was just so bad i mean there was no character there whatsoever she just didn't have her heart in it at all i mean hell just come out with a bottle of uh dander shampoo and talk you know hawk your kmart line or whatever clothing line that sophia vergara has you can just be kind of extra cheesy with that kind of stuff Oh, what I was thinking she should have
0: done when I was watching it, the, what you should have done is, I mean, the thing with Sofia Vergara is that she's bad with English. Right. So I think the funny joke would have been to misunderstand the question and give an answer to what she perceived to be, uh, like, for instance, like, like instead of swap, she went, she would like write like, beautiful dresses, and they be like, what? And then she'd be like, well, didn't she say shop? You know, yeah. like. Something like to to misunderstand the question and give a ridiculous answer.
2: So more like her not on today character because she did that's how, that was her whole
0: yes yes yeah if she you know what if she would have done the not on today character as Sofia Vergara she would have maybe even won yeah or even in the beginning when RuPaul said you know give me an
1: example she sort of she it sounds like she kind of started talking in Spanish so she I did. know on Modern Family. There are to- when well, no, I knew that. I it's just the way Did I you look that. to your
0: husband and ask her what she was saying?
1: <laughs> no. Shut up. Um but I know like on Modern Family when Sofia Vergara's character gets all uh, you know, gets all flabbergasted and she starts talking in Spanish sometimes to have mm-hmm. done something like that could have been funny in the yeah. in the show. In the SNAP The game. old
0: Ricky Ricardo crutch. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember Ricky Ricardo be like threatening to kick Lucy's ass in Spanish? Yes. Is that what he used to say? I'm going to kick your ass?
1: Pretty
2: close to it. Yeah, it was a lot of, going to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> a, lot of do- a lot of domestic abuse back in the 50s. Yeah.
0: Well, there were times where he would put her over his knee and spank her. And then they would have jokes in there where, like, Ethel, maybe just to get into a scene, Ethel would say to, like, let's say, I'm making up an episode here, but right. this, is not, this is very close. Uh, let's say, for instance, uh, Lucy and Ricky were practicing juggling. Okay, oh, right. Uh-huh. And then Ethel would to the next day like, "Oh, I heard a lot of like ruckus upstairs. I thought I I didn't want to come up cuz I thought like um I didn't want to catch Ricky like she wouldn't say beating you, but like there would Or let's say Lucy showed up because she fell down a flight of stairs and she showed up to that and she was like uh, she showed up to Ethel and Fred's house and Ethel would say a joke like, "Oh no, what did you buy?" Or something like that. Like yeah. they'd be like these weird. When yeah. Ricky beat well, the shit out of you, jokes. Ethel and
1: Fred. I mean, they were openly hostile to each other. You know, back in the, yeah. where he would talk about beating the shit out
2: of her. It, yeah. it, it is a little bit like you and Bobaloo, though. So, you know, you are the little Fred and Ethel of the podcast community.
1: I, wow. Okay. Oh. Wow.
0: <laughs> the truth wow. is coming out. The truth is coming out. Are you guys like? Which one's Fred? Which one's Ethel? We're not Fred and Ethel. We're Lucy and Ricky.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Mm. <laughs> okay, I will say this. Occasionally, I get Babalu so mad that he starts start yelling at me in Spanish, and it actually makes me excited when he, when he does it. <laughs> like He'll wander in the house and mutter thinks under his breath in Spanish, and I'm just like, yes. I it's, will like, say, it's like self lubricating at that point, <laughs> I think. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> I, I did. Do you remember what the joke was specifically, Taylor? But we did a roast of a friend a few years ago, and one of the best jokes I wrote for that roast. Uh, for other, how to write jokes for other people, mm-hmm. was about that. Wasn't it like you and Lucille Ball had a lot in common? Like, you were both married to Crazy Cuban. Mm-hmm. You both got, I'm just, oh, you, had a, you both had, a, like, a funny blonde friend. Mm-hmm. And I think I said, but unlike Lucy, you, you could fit all those chocolates in your mouth?
4: Something Wasn't like it? that, yeah. <laughs> The
0: joke. <laughs> <laughs> i totally forgot about that joke but yes that that is something it is something along those lines i know i loved hearing on taylor's show recently i think didn't you say one of your proudest moments or favorite moments from doing podcasting was that roast
1: i yes i was i, I okay i'm going to i'm going to be gross occasionally i go back and listen to my part of that episode <laughs> of that roast
0: back in the world. no room, no no you music. can't leave like that okay
1: but I, I was I was proud to do something like that that was very out of my comfort zone so when I'm feeling like a little scary I'm like oh no you you, you roasted and I went in hard for a couple people too
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's
0: Taylor laughing his own show <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Taylor Let's just hit some <laughs> shows. Let's Every day.
3: Let your whole body talk.
1: Uh, I also want it noted that right now the video screen is Joe is looking down because the way the thing is, so it's this indignant just hitting the button and like looking down <laughs> at Rodan and I. Yeah.
0: It's my, uh, my cholo cam. <laughs> you should get a
1: Snapchat filter that has the, just the big eyebrows. Right, yeah. It really is
0: like a cholo cam, huh? It
1: is kind anyway. of. Anyway. You need the flannel shirt with the top two buttons buttoned.
0: (laughs) Back in the workroom, Peppermint uses her uh, mirror moment to reveal to the other cast members her gender status.
1: It was actually through my drag that I realized my transness. Oh, wow. Wow. So you identify as trans, Pepper? I am. I'm trans. I'm a trans woman. It took me a long time to really sort out gender. And at a really early age, I was able to latch on to drag. And that was how I was able to express my femininity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I kind of evolved to realize that all the drag things that I wanted to do, it always led back to the realization that I'm a trans woman.
0: Uh, Rodan, I want your thoughts on this, on this trans revelation.
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I think we had heard that one of the girls was trans early on, and I didn't know who it was. And peppermint was not one of my ch- uh, choices, right? I did not think so. I was surprised. Uh, and I thought it was cool that she uh, discussed it. But unfortunately, the only thing I remember really about this moment was that immediately afterwards, they cut to a commercial where uh, Peppermint is wearing like the ramen noodle oh, hair from the yeah. morning show commercial, morning it's show horrible. segment.
0: That wig was horrible. <laughs>
2: And that's all I could think about is that ramen noodle hair. And I'm very happy for her and I'm happy that, you know, she's moving forward, but ooh lordy, that ramen noodle hair was something.
0: Taylor?
1: Uh well, I didn't have that experience with the ramen noodle hair. I think my thought when she started talking was this plus the performance in Snatch game meant she was going home. Like that that was my like they had oh. to get her storyline in. So they had her talking about that. And that was my thought. You know, it's sort of like you always knew who was going home on Top Model when they, the, the first time they showed them on, the, on the interview segment, they always go, this is the week I'm going to bring it. And then they're the one that always goes home. My fear was that that was where they were directing this as they wanted to get her storyline in before she left. Um, I am not surprised that she recognized her transness uh, while doing drag. That's something that I see a lot with the clients that I work with. That a lot of them started off doing drag and that was their way of expressing themselves and came to realize that that was, the, that they, they were li- moving closer towards their authentic self of being um, a trans individual. So it's, it's not unheard of.
0: Okay, here's my thing. She says it on her Meet the Queens video. Mm-hmm. Now, Rodan t- doesn't do a, a drag race recap show, so he doesn't need to watch everything that comes out. So she says it on there. One. Two... She's already she's already an out trans woman. This isn't a secret. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's she's already she was already known as a trans performer before, long before RuPaul's Drag Race. Three, she's with like three or four other New York queens who know her. Okay, five, and I don't have proof of this one. This is allegedly, allegedly she has breast implants. She has real women's breasts. So, it feels like a manufactured moment on the part of the producers Mm. that we're going to have. This is the revelation that she's trans. Where my suspicion is that she's not not a secret of hers, and that either maybe she didn't talk about it, but the other cast members probably knew. I don't know, Uh, and that's that's what bothers me. This is not to take away from what. Peppermint went through, or what she's going through, or what she will go through, or her transness. What I'm talking about, though, is the way that the show manipulates information and uses information uh, that kind of grosses me out. The way they use that information and the way that it's manipulated is what bothers me. Taylor, you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that some of those that you said are very good points. It doesn't necessarily mean that everybody, everybody in the Competition is aware that she is trans. I mean, you said, you know, the New York queens might have known, but some of the other ones aren't from New York, so they may not necessarily know that. We've also had situations in which we've watched on things like old episodes of Untucked where they would all be sitting around and it would be quiet, and then you'd see, you know, you'd see Detox saying, So, what is everybody thinking about the looks segment? You know, where where they're they're just trying to, where you know, a producer is saying, This might be the part where you might want to go, Oh, you're trans. I had no idea, you know. I yeah, I, mean, I think that We've seen that a lot We've even seen that this season With some of the mm-hmm. things I, I can almost guarantee you Eureka's apology Last week to Sasha and Valentina Was provoked by the producers
0: Yes, I'll tell you why That makes sense Because the first week It happened organically Because mm-hmm. Eureka made that joke And then maybe they felt like ooh, We didn't get the resolution we wanted We want a resolution to this story Right so why don't you go over there and apologize? But you know what? I'm trying not to mention this. I'm going to have to be honest with you, uh, Taylor. Um, sorry. Rodan, what would happen on your show?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Again, we would have gotten cunty attitude. and Because uh, you,
0: you guys mentioned on your show that Taylor looks at you if, if he sees you guys making noise or something that happens, right?
2: Oh, yeah. It's the death look.
0: Taylor, Taylor, can you show us that look? Okay,
2: can you? do that? That's the look. The parent oh, is that he, the look? Rodan, was that the look? Wait, do it again because you were minimized for me. Uh, yeah, that's pretty close to it. There's a little bit more anger behind it.
0: That's the look I imagine when Taylor talks to me on the phone.
2: <laughs> that's actually probably pretty accurate.
0: Now. Yeah, Rodan, he's so mean to me. Like oh guys, I know you guys find this hard to believe because he's so nice on here. On the phone, he is so. I'm afraid to call him.
1: And yet you it. keep doing so. <laughs> well,
0: sometimes, look, just wait till uh, when the season finale's done. So, oh no, we have
2: we need to do. It. I feel done. like we're doing a mirror moment now. <laughs> uh, only this one wasn't provoked by the producer.
0: <laughs> so, um oh, so anyway, the point I was making is uh, you know, I'm saving a lot of my drag con talk right. for our Patreon right. patrons. But you know, I did spend about five to ten minutes with Eureka O'Hara, mm-hmm. and she is a goddamn fucking national treasure, sweetheart. Really? <laughs> yes. My opinion is completely different of U- U- Eureka O'Hara, where I feel the moments that we saw where she was sweet and nice were closer to reality than... Any time where she was a bitch, and she and she admits, she says like she says like, look, we all can be difficult and have our moments where we're cranky and say the wrong thing, and she admits that. And um, but from what I saw in those ten minutes, she seemed to be genuine, and she had a friend with her, and I feel you can tell a lot by people's friends. Mm-hmm. She had a friend with her that she brought uh, to sort of be as her assistant, you know, It's just a friend. And that friend was like the sweetest little down-home Southern woman, you know, and, like so sweet and so loves Eureka, and like, and I think that was, indic- that's probably, if she's friends with that woman that woman's friends with her, it's indicative of kind of the person Eureka is.
2: Yeah. Have you spent any time in the South? No. <laughs> oh, wait, I went to <laughs> okay. Florida for a week. Okay, so that doesn't really count, right, because Florida's not really the South, even though okay. it's geographically South. So... The, these are the same people that would, you know, do in <laughs> I almost said something horrible. <laughs> what? What did you almost say, Renan? Nothing. nothing. Okay. I mean, but these sweet old ladies or these sweet southern ladies are the same ones who will, you know, knife you in the back without a second thought or nail you to a cross and set it on fire. So remember that.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'm a sucker for pheromone crying.
2: Well, okay, good point. Yeah, so like Eureka O'Hara being
0: sweet to me for ten minutes, I'm like, oh, she's an amazing person, an amazing human being. <laughs> you know.
2: So It's good that you see the best in everyone.
0: That's true. We all know that about me.
2: So if if if, if anybody wants to live a lavish lifestyle, just start crying in front of Joe, <laughs> as long as you're a cute little twink. As
0: long as you're under the
1: age of 23 and have a 28-inch <laughs> waist. Hmm.
0: Just going.
2: Just...
1: If there, there's there's a section on the back of your arm that if you pinch it real hard, you're guaranteed to cry and you just run up to Joe <laughs> oh and, wa- and watch it rain. Watch it yeah. rain all around you as he just yeah. hands Chop you dollar the onions bells. right
0: before you see me. Right. Uh, and then come and see me, yeah. Um, okay, but here's the point I was making. But also, look. Look at how everyone reacted when she was sent home.
2: Yeah, no, and that's true. Like, everyone seemed to be very much lost opportunity that they liked her sense of humor and stuff. But I don't know how much of that was just... We don't know what kind of edit she's getting, so let's be nice. And that was in Untucked, right? Wasn't that in yeah. where
1: where they were like, was, yeah. let's all just talk about you forget. Like she died. I mean, she busted her kneecap. <laughs> she didn't actually drop dead. But the way they were talking about her, felt ver- that felt very manufactured to me. So yeah. wait, reality shows aren't real? What?
0: That's crazy talk. So anyway, uh, congratulations to Peppermint for coming out as trans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that, yes, that's... Bringing it back full circle, ladies. Any final thoughts on the episode? I didn't include the lip sync in here. Confident we might talk about that here, but any final thoughts on the episode?
1: Uh, I would say that this probably was not one of my favorite snatch games, but that is an episode that I always look forward to. You have mentioned, Joe, you have mentioned numerous times that this is really the part where it, it separates the, the 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 girls from the women. As it were. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're definitely seeing that. I think mm-hmm. that there's a couple of other queens that their days are definitely numbered, unless they mm-hmm. make some pretty significant changes. And in that regards, it feels like it's coming back to the show that I enjoy. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, I think once Farah goes home, maybe Aja, but I'm on the fence with that. But once Farah's gone, this show is going to get bloody.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think Farah and Aja and, um, uh, honestly, I think as soon as Nina goes, I don't think Nina's a contender for much longer. I think she just needs to go. But uh, Peppermint, just real quick, Peppermint's uh, uh, lip sync and the shotgun move and just the rest of it, how she just kind of cut loose, was one of the best things this whole season. Yeah. Look, this lip
0: sync, because you might say, well, you know, Trinity versus Charlie, but Charlie wasn't trying. Right. This is peppermint going up against someone who was trying and it was sad it was it was that's why i said a cuckoo 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 nation because i wrote assassination Mm -hmm. and i realized like asked twice
1: (laughs) oh is that what you were trying
0: to do yeah a peek behind the curtain of my fabulous joke writing
2: (laughs) but uh
0: but the thing is is it was a fucking it was a bloody bloody assassination Yeah. When she shot her with that gun, it was almost like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it was... Because you know what's even sadder? Again, Charlie wasn't trying against Trinity. You would see Cynthia Lee Fontaine look at her and realize in there... Because they're cheering and seeing what she's doing. And she can only do, like, the splits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, like... It was sad. It was bad.
2: Well, I mean, Cynthia Lee Fontaine's, like, character is all based on the... You know that that weird like jaw thing she does. That's really good for an audio medium, by the way. Thanks. That, I know. That, I that realize that. Sorry, mind. but she does that weird jaw thing. That that's you know that's like half of her character. Yeah.
0: But that's something I've wondered about: is what does Cynthia Lee Fontaine bring to the table? Like, so let, let's say Pheromone. She's a weak queen, right? Right. Right. Pheromone, though, when she's done right and when she has this, the, when she does it, she's a look queen. She's beautiful. Right. You yes. You know. Yeah. But Cynthia Lee mm-hmm. Fontaine is a look queen. Her, she's not a fashion queen. She's not a comedy queen. She's not. What is she good at?
1: I think she thinks she's a comedy queen. I think that's exactly. that's the problem is. But she's not a
0: funny comedy queen. She can't yeah. lip sync to save her life. No, no.
2: She she can't sew. She can't dance. What do you do? I think <laughs> I think she thought. Yeah, I think she thought. I was thinking about this yesterday morning. I think she thought she was going to come on here and Bianca this just like Charlie was, right? That I can come here, I can just be myself and just always be myself regardless of what they push in front of me and that's going to be okay. But I think as Taylor mentioned before, there's only one Bianca Del Rio and they're not going to let other people get away with it. They certainly didn't let Bob get away with it. Yeah. So they pushed Bob every time that Bob tried to kind of pull that Bianca uh, I'm just going to do me, you know, Mm -hmm. attitude and, you know, made him better for it. You know, a little piece of trivia
0: is, is Cynthia Lee Fontaine's um, first run, she came in 10th place. This time around, she came in 10th place. Came in 10th place both times. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. She had more queens. There were more queens this season.
2: Oh. So oh. Yeah.
0: So she went further along with the episodes, but uh, there were more queens. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, now it's time for me to hand the reins over of the show to one Taylor T. Latte Boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So this week they went back to the well and came up dry again in many ways <laughs> with their, the theme of the night was the looks night of a thousand Madonnas, the chic wall. Um, and we'll, we'll start with RuPaul's look. Uh, I guess I need to open up the pictures, huh? Sure do, Taylor the Latte Boy. I'm trying to... Oh, come on. Okay, well, she had on a silver dress and light pink hair. And I thought she looked really great with the exception of uh, her eye- eyelashes. Her eyelashes, I did not like those. But considering what we've seen her over the course of the last mm-hmm. season this was pro- this was an improvement for her
2: uh, what do you think Rodan uh, I was uh, <laughs> I don't remember the look very well I mean that's it didn't leave much of an impression but I wasn't hating it like I have every other look she's had this season or most of the other looks she's had this season so it felt like she's at least had you know better makeup this uh, this week
0: Rodan you, should, you can open those links did you know that
2: uh, I tried it didn't
1: let me yeah that's what I'm t- I was trying to do it too and it wasn't letting me Oh, there yep. I got it. I got it. This is fascinating for our listeners by the way. so all right so Ro- Rodan, I give this a toot do you give this a toot or a boot? a uh, toot okay Joe, what do you think?
0: I'll tell you what I think the problem is. I don't think it's I think we've solved the makeup, but I, I the wig theme this year I'm not a fan of.
1: See, and this was this wig was probably my favorite wig of her so far this season. But I like yeah, agree. I like when she varies from the blonde. So, mm-hmm. and I like this light, like dusty pink thing that she's got going on. So, in that regards, it was a positive. The, her, mm-hmm. she's too hippie though. This whole ich, this whole extended hip thing, I, I don't like this look amongst the queens, and I don't like it on on Mama Roo.
2: I don't think it's bad on Mama Roo, but um, just I get what Joe's saying about the wig thing because. Her wigs this season have been horrible, as they were making fun of in uh, uh, Untucked. Is that she's got edges? So,
1: well, okay the the problem with the problem with having RuPaul with the, with the extended hips is because RuPaul it actually ages her because oh. it because she looks like she's starting to get the middle age spread when she has her hips out like that. It kind of reminds me of when you look at some of the outfits that Cher wore back in the 80s. And then mm-hmm. like when Rodin, you and I saw Cher in one of her 16 farewell tours, and right, they had yeah. her in something very similar to that. But because she was 20 years older, it actually made her look that much, even though she was supposed to come out and look amazing in this lace catsuit, it actually made her look older because they were clearly trying to cover up various parts of her that it some, had some concept.
2: old lady pooch, old lady pooch. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe she has some old lady pooch and she's trying to cover it up. Well, but there's there's got to be better ways to do it. All right.
1: Yeah. Next up is Sasha Valore, whose outfit was inspired by the video for Erotica. So, Joe, what do you think of this look?
0: I don't like it in terms of a look, but in terms of the challenge, I think it's the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks well done. It. Lo- oh, I forgot to put that on a loop. That's I, okay. Don't, don't, wait. Yeah, don't worry. It's, it's um, also one. I, I don't use the music. I use it for you to hear it, but. Oh, well, then don't worry about it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh. okay. Okay. Because before you were like, I want the music.
1: Well,
0: well no, you can listen to it, but I, I put the music in later. Okay. No, it's okay. you want the music or not? No, no, we don't need the music. Oh, okay.
1: Because honestly, it's uh, a little loud. So that's, I'd rather yeah. just not have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have to keep all this in. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So that you have vindication that I am an asshole. So please, (laughs) you have my permission to keep all this part in. An
0: unpleasable asshole. it, it, It satisfies the competition. It looks good. It's not a look I would necessarily really like. I'm not a big fan of the dominatrix looks. I'll give it a toot because she did the job.
2: Okay, Rodan. I'm also toot, but I think she had a different look before where she was just pasties and boy chest, and I don't like that in general. But uh, I like the look, and I think she achieved the, the, the look she was going for. So The last time you were on, she had pasties in a boy chest. I know. Yeah. If she
1: did not have the pasties in the boy chest, this would be perfect. Oh, me. yeah. This, from the, the grill and the riding crop and everything goes along with it, this was one of these where she walked out, and I went, oh. Like, it was just such a great Look and a great representation of this look. It's just I, I I don't want the weird pasties on the on the boy chest. That's yeah. That's my only that's my only concern with it. All right, next up is Pharamone wearing a ensemble f- that was inspired by Madonna's Super Bowl presentation.
2: So Rodan, what are your thoughts? Um, I I'm actually going boot on this one. I do not like this, and I do not know why. They, I mean, it's, it was an expensive setup. I mean, some sugar daddy spent a lot of money on this. But it it just falls flat for some reason to me. It just doesn't. And maybe it's just because she is so dead to me. Like the whole dead eye and just no no personality that this just doesn't come through with any energy or vigor. Okay. Joe?
0: Now, Rodan, let me ask Rodan a question. I have my opinion. But, like, did you like the original look that Madonna had in the Super Bowl?
2: Uh, yeah, but she wore it with some fierceness, though. Mm, I so see. I mean, I wasn't my favorite Madonna look, mind you, but there was a fierceness and a fire there that you know can't bring.
0: I saw someone on Reddit say that the costume wore Farah, Farah didn't wear the costume. I think I like that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I actually like it. I yeah. actually think it looked. I see what you're saying that the, that the costume is wearing her. But um, I think that it's very. It's the let me let me put it this way. To me, it's the best has looked in the competition. Hmm. It's one of the. I'm. It's the first I can remember. But it might be one of the few times that she hasn't worn like a one piece bathing suit or showing off super body. You know, it's just like it's she actually doing the challenge, accomplishing it with detail. It looks expensive. Uh, I, I get the part where it looks way her. But for Farah I think it's a good job. And she did the challenge. So I'm going to give it a two yeah but i understand i understand the boot i I would give it a toot as well because of the amount of detail
1: that's in it. We've seen Queens try to come up with looks from it, and we're going to see one in a little bit that yeah. where they just kind of put shit together from their closet and say, "Hey, it's a Madonna outfit with the studs on the straps on the skirt." And I mean, even looking at this as far as on the gloves where she has the little studs and the things on the on the it, it, it was really a well executed look. Now, whether or not that look wore Farrah versus Farah wearing the look, i like I like that quote. Um, I, I think that the attention to detail definitely gives it a toot for me. So next up, we have Trinity Taylor, who is wearing one, who is one of two queens that is wearing an outfit inspired by, or uh, created by Givenchy and at the Met Ball, I think. Yeah. So, uh, Rodan, what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm going with a, a toot on this one, but just barely. Most of it because I don't like the outfit originally, but I think she carried it well. Yeah. So, and I could kind of see their commentary about the hair doesn't quite isn't quite close enough to be an exact impersonation, but I think it was was, this whole outfit worked. Joe,
0: I'm close to Rodan on this one. I don't, I just don't like the outfit, even on Madonna. I'm not a big fan of the outfit. It looks very like uh, Talbots or something like that, but (laughs) um, (laughs) like, yeah, and Taylor Loft yeah uh, and I do see the thing about the wig the wig in, what the wig Madonna's wearing has like a bob to it which this one doesn't really have but um, but I'll give it a toot a reluctant toot because she did a great tailoring job on it and as we'll see in a comparison when somebody else comes down in the same outfit okay. and by somebody I mean Nina but Nina Brown right because we all saw the episode
1: um I, if I'm comparing the two Trinity versus Nina I would give this one the winner of the two, of mm-hmm. those two looks alone, but of all of the iconic looks that you could do right. for Madonna, uh, to do something from the Met Ball just and to have two of them do it just made <laughs> little to no sense to me.
0: How is that constantly happening on this challenge? I mean, Madonna is like you know what shocks me is you know I've I've actually seen Madonna in person. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was in college, I went to the Avita premiere, and just where they sat me, it wasn't that was anything special. But where they sat me, it was about I would say five rows behind Madonna. So I've seen that Avita uh, premiere look, mm-hmm. where it's like a crushed velvet with the. With the, it's, like it's really tight on her. She had, It was her first time anyone had seen her after she gave birth to Lourdes. Okay. And she's wearing the veil. I don't know if you've ever seen that I, look. I, I kind and of I'm remember like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember how it. How is somebody not doing that? I mean, that's meant for a drag queen. Like, how is someone not doing that look? How has nobody done
1: the Express Yourself video or the Like a Virgin yeah. video? I mean, I mean, right. just, just her video catalog alone, there's like 50, 60 looks in there that they could use. So to use something – it reminds me of when Valentina did the Lady Gaga thing where she came in in the black dress with the aqua wig. You know, it's – they're trying to get a little too inside baseball with this, and I think it gets lost on the general viewership.
0: Because I don't know if you saw this, but Charlie Hyde, had she made it as far as the Madonna challenge, was going to wear the Matador outfit. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, no
1: shit. (laughs) Okay, well – all right, uh, so I I would give this one a a toot with reservation. Not necessarily that I like it, but comparing the two. So next up is Valentina, who is showing a look from the sex book, and I normally I, I would normally go back and forth, but this was my favorite look of all of the looks. I thought this was the most original. It it got the point across. I thought she looked great with the blonde wig. She's got a hot ass, (laughs) and uh, I love this look. So this was definitely my favorite look of the night. Rodan, what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm toot as well. Uh, uh, I love this look. I thought she was creative, and uh, I just – it was really good. And as much as I don't like Valentina, stuff like this makes me question whether she does have a little bit more artistic integrity than I was thinking.
1: Okay. Joe, what do you think?
0: I always worry about standing for Valentina. And as we know, I did not have the most positive experience with her people at DragCon.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: But the one thing I'll say, whether she fails or whether she succeeds, the one thing I like about uh, Valentina is she fucking takes risks. You know, like really, this is is a risky outfit because it Mm -hmm. could have easily been like a big fail. Yeah. You know, they could have easily sent her home for this. Same thing with her Miss Columbia for the uh, Snatch Game. Like They're huge, huge risks. They're well thought out risks, but Mm -hmm. they're risks. And um, yeah, you know, (sighs) eating disorders do a body good. Oh, Joe.
2: Ah. (laughs) God. (laughs) She said she has an eating disorder. I know, but that's
3: just. uh, uh.
2: Okay. She does have a fat boy belly button.
0: I know, but I kind of like that. Yeah. (laughs) What is a fat boy belly button? Well, I mean, look how deep it
2: is. It's a very deep belly button. Pick (laughs) up (laughs) your (sighs) shirt, Taylor.
1: Okay. Did either of you think when she came out that they had put the black bars on? That was was a, a special effect versus actually attached to her? No, it seemed pretty
2: clear right away that was the task.
1: Oh, for like the first second and a half, I thought that's what had happened. Then I realized that that was actually her outfit. And that makes me love it even more. So next up, speaking of fat boy belly buttons, Alexis Michelle. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's her real boy name.
1: So and uh, she came out dressed like breathless Mahoney in the Dick Tracy movie. Joe, what were your thoughts on this look?
2: I'll go. So I think uh, I'm I'm going toot, but I don't know what's going on with her face in this one. So I'm I'm giving it a bit of a qualified toot here because her face does not look right to me. Yeah, tell me about it. But of all the queens, she's probably the best uh, with. Uh, I know this is kind of weird, but best with makeup because she's able to make her face look like completely different characters kind of week to week. And this one didn't work for me as well as some of the other ones have. Um but uh, I love the dress and I, I loved kind of her presentation of it so Joe she's,
0: I know we just talked about this but she's giving me like Ethel Mert's realness here in this <laughs> um,
1: meaning you want to beat the shit out of her <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and then go do vaudeville together right and sing uh, I was walking through the park one day <laughs> we don't always like do like vaudeville songs yeah wasn't that how Fred Nethel met? Was in Vaudeville. Yeah, I think so. I love that we uh, have
1: twenty-one-year-olds that listen to the show <laughs> that have no fucking clue who we're talking about.
0: Wait, no, disagree. Everybody knows. Uh, everybody knows I love Lucy. That that's perennial. I feel everyone knows that one. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. It's not like we're talking like our Miss Brooks or something like some obscure random show. <laughs> Uh, you know, so, all right. So, so getting back to Uh, two, I think it's a two. It looks great. Actually. I don't like Alexis Michelle. Uh, but I think, you know, the wig looks a little cheap up close, but the Mm. actual dress itself is almost nearly identical. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I, this one's hard because I think that, you know, you talked about Madonna and her not necessarily looking like Madonna. She, Madonna's face is much thinner then this mm-hmm. is and by that i mean alexis has a very wide face and she is not necessarily giving me madonna here as much as she's giving me a drag queen she looks like a drag queen yeah. this. and she specifically to me looks like charles bush do you
2: i
0: don't know
1: who that is okay. so joe do you know who that is
0: no, but let me sit down. I'm, I'm getting prepared for a history lesson. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Charles, Charles Bush is, is a Broadway, is a theater queen who wrote the, mo- the, the play that was eventually made into the movie Die, Mommy, Die. And mm. she is very much of that. We are um, – if you, if you look at pictures, if you find pictures, especially pictures from the filming of Die, Mommy, Die, she's giving you that kind of look here. So while I like it and I love the dress – she was just a little... There was other things she could have done that I think could have felt a little bit more Madonna and not not pretty boy in a dress. Okay. Next up is Shea Coulee. And Shea is one of two queens wearing the Material Girl outfit. Rodan, what are your thoughts on Shea Coulee?
2: Um, uh, I'm actually going to go with a boot on this one. I was originally going to say toot, but... I'm going with a boot because, one, I'm tired of her doing her eye makeup that way, right? I mean, if you're going to do the material girl, be a little bit more kind of honoring that with you know the eyebrows and the eye makeup and everything. But she does the same eye makeup too often. Yeah. Um, and then the... Uh, I don't know. Just I'm, I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. I'm not happy. Joe, what are your thoughts?
0: Boot. I'll tell you why. One... The gloves don't match the Madonna one. They're black. Right. Madonna's that were pink. Mm-hmm. And it gives Well, it a she's black, black and
2: Madonna's <laughs>
0: Oh. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I what know I'm goes just kidding. on. Hot <laughs> my plantation is the <laughs> um, but you know compared to peppermint I feel that like this dress looks cheap. It doesn't yeah. look Yeah. It looks like a like a party silly, party silly. It looks like party silly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm giving it a boot. Yeah,
1: I, I and that kind of brings us to the next. Getting back into that, comparing queens that wore similar outfits. Mm-hmm. Peppermint, who we'll, we're getting ready to talk about, definitely wins between the two. Because if you look at that dress from the neck down, it looks almost identical to the Material Girl video dress. Mm-hmm. Mike, one complaint with Peppermint in that regards is somebody said that she was trying to give more Marilyn Monroe than Madonna and i agree if she didn't have that crazy platinum hair if she kind of had that honey blonde that that was closer that was trying to be more madonna and i get that madonna was doing an homage to marilyn monroe i I get that's where that comes from but if she if she had toned that hair down she she would have that could have possibly saved her from snatch uh, saved her from the lip
2: sync for your life so thoughts from either one of you on that Comparing that,
1: specifically comparing Shea and Peppermint.
2: Uh, no, I agree. I think the, the hair definitely hurts. And I mean, Shea was not going to go to lip sync one way or the other, right? So it's definitely not Shea or Peppermint lip syncing. But yeah, I, I think Peppermint did this one a little bit better, but not a lot. Yeah. Joe?
0: That looked great. You're right. It looked very, very close to the original. Mm-hmm. But the material looked cheaper, but look, it's going to be, it's not going to be perfect. Um, And I think she really, really nailed it. Um, I thought it looked great. But I, I do agree with Michelle. Like We've seen pink quite a bit from peppermint.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, and I hadn't thought of that until she mentioned it. But yeah, hopefully she'll do a, a different color. But then at the beginning, she was doing teal. It seemed like she was doing teal or blue her first two or three. So maybe she's going in color blocks here. Who knows? And one other thing, though, when you compare especially the jewelry in peppermints to the jewelry in chaise, there, it's so night and day that it made Shay's look, look even sloppier. You know, not, not even including the black gloves and, and that sort of stuff, but the weird where it's just kind of dripping all over her, it just it's, it's sloppied up the outfit even more so. Next up is Cynthia Lee Fontaine who came out in a Matador outfit. So, Joe, what are your thoughts on Cynthia Lee Fontaine's outfit?
0: You know, she got a lot of compliments on it, but to me, it's just like a standard issue Matador outfit. It Doesn't really look that much like Madonna's. Mm-hmm. In fact, that they're both wearing a Matador outfit. Yeah, I mean, I think she looks good, but that in, in the close-up shot that we have, that makeup is rough. Yes. Oh, it's bad. That makeup is really, really, really bad. Yeah. It's next level bad. It yeah. was.
1: It seemed even worse on Untucked. Like they, mm. they. De- you can definitely yeah. tell the difference in lighting behind the studio versus the lighting that they use up on stage. Um. Yeah.
0: Uh, huge, uh, huge boot. Yeah.
2: Rodan. Uh, also a boot. Um, I get, I mean, I think the Madra outfit was fine. The makeup was horrible. Uh, and, and, you know, t- last week she did that horrible, like, full beard and mustache with uh, Kim Kardashian on stage. And that was horrible. And the fact that nobody fixed her or kind of helped her or apparently, uh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle told her about herself and her mustache the previous week, and she didn't adjust for it. it. Just seems ridiculous to me.
1: Okay, did either of you understand the fall in the beginning? Yeah, it's, from it's that supposed to be from the moment. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I didn't get that because <laughs> I oh, didn't, didn't watch at the bottom where it said the Brit Awards. It wasn't until I was, because I tried to do screen captures for the show too, that, that I thought she fell at first. And then when I saw it said the Brit Awards, I'm like, oh, that's when she fell down the steps. Okay.
0: No, wasn't this stuff like a dancer step? She had like a huge like train or something. Like some sort of yeah, big, yeah. Long thing, and a dancer like stepped on it. Right, but she was walking. Her, yeah. She was
1: walking up the steps. I thought
0: she oh, was walking oh up God, steps. I, she, I, I do yeah. love that. I love that moment. Yeah, I would have loved to see backstage after that performance too. So you, <laughs> you want to
1: witness a murder? Is what you're saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to witness a murder. Like that dancer must have just known. Like if I were that dancer, I would have just walked right off the sit. <laughs> like got up, bought a plane ticket and just flown somewhere in the world and hidden. And then, you know, like 20 years later, when he's an old man, he'd be sitting in some cafe in the south of France, reading a newspaper, and he would just hear a voice like, finally, we've come to this. And he turns around and there's Madonna. And then she just slices his throat right there and just calmly walks off as he's bleeding out. (laughs) Sorry, I've I've really- As her her skin tightens and
1: she looks 20 years younger because she sucks the soul force out of him. Yeah. So, all right. So finally we have Nina Bonita Brown giving her best salt and pepper what a man video look in her flannel shirt and and thigh-high boots. So, uh, I give this one a huge toot. I thought that it was possibly the laziest of all of the looks. Joe, what is your thought?
0: It looks so bad. You know what's so funny though is I will say watching it on television you really couldn't tell, because there's a lot of movement, mm-hmm. the big difference between her and uh, Trinities. But watching it in photos, it's patently obvious, the difference. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like she just threw on a flannel. And then just cinched it.
1: Ah, I, I watched it on TV, and I thought that it looked just as bad. I oh, mean, looking, oh yeah. looking at these pictures that we see right now, that is, it, it's not good. And also, looking at her cheeks in this picture the screen gab that we have
2: her i think m- they're applications i think she did like face off type cheek things do you Out- really i just because that the picture on the left that is not her real contour of her face and that's not makeup that is an actual like bump
1: oh yeah
2: you- i I, th- I think she's applying poorly should get voted off on face-off for that.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's not a good look. But... All right. And then finally, I, I keep forgetting she's here. Aja from the Who's Ugh. That Girl tour wearing a red and black lacy... I don't know what you'd call it. But, Rodan, what are your thoughts on
2: this? Um, I'm also going boot on this. I... Although it is probably one of her best makeup jobs... Uh, seriously, it's it's like I think her makeup is getting slightly better uh, week to week. She doesn't look quite as much as a beat-up clown as she did three weeks ago, but it's still horrible and sloppy and not caliber of this competition. All right. Joe, what are your thoughts?
0: I mean, this again, with the red, with her... Um, actually, I think if she would have matched the length of the skirt to the one Madonna yeah. has, it would have looked a lot better. Yeah. But it looks cheap and not well made. It's just kind of thrown together. Boot.
1: You both are using words that I would use. Cheap and sloppy.
0: Those are definitely words that I
1: would use to describe this look and describe Strangely
0: her. Strangely, use them for yourself in your vows. At your
1: wedding. I did. I did. It's yep. true. It's true. It made everybody in the room cry because I finally admitted to myself that I am, in fact, cheap and sloppy. But... <laughs>
0: So we're going to give this we're all going to give this one a boot.
1: And yeah. that is the looks for this week.
0: Yay. Yay. My favorite part of the show is the looks. <laughs> I know
1: we can tell, <laughs> right? We literally watched you pacing back and forth as you were right, uh, yeah. as we were doing the
2: looks. This this has to be the most disip- I'm sorry. This has to be the most disappointing week of looks yet. Just looking at all these back to back to back. This was disappointing but
1: then you've got looks like sasha and valentina that were do you think that in a normal week they would have stood out more uh, or they stood out the same or is it because some of the other people are so subpar and some of the looks are so ridiculously bad
2: i mean i really i feel don't like- know i don't know if they would have stood up as st- just like the liza comment earlier right i don't know if they would have stood up as much on a season with stronger fashion queens oh see i disagree
1: with that i think that i think between the two of them especially valentina's look i think yeah. if you you know lo- looking at okay a stronger group of contestants who did the same challenge now granted nine of them wore kimonos but if you had somebody <laughs> like valentina come out that week it would it would have blown everybody out of the water just as much as this week i think
2: Oh, as a creative choice, I don't disagree, but I think you also said Sasha and uh, Valentina. Uh, Valentina, and I don't think that's fair to loop. Uh, Valentina's was creative the best choice they've done for Madonna. Period, and I think she would have done fine one way or the other. But uh, Sasha, she would have just blended into the the background in any other competition.
1: Okay,
0: thank you. <laughs> Don't forget, every Friday night after the West Coast premiere of the latest episode, join me as I discuss the episode developments on the Gold Bar. Listen live at pride48.com at 9.05 p.m. Pacific, 12.05 a.m. Eastern, and if you choose, join the chat room to participate in the conversation. Also, uh, touching on Patreon, once again, a special thank you to all of you who helped us meet our goal on Patreon. Um, I attended DragCon this past weekend and interviewed many Drag Race stars, including Eureka O'Hara, Sasha Velour, Aja, Farrah Charlie Hyde, Trixie Mattel, Ross Matthews, and Michelle Visage. I also have stories from my experience at DragCon. All of this audio will be available exclusively to our patrons. Want to hear those interviews? Head over to patreon.com slash dragracerecap and donate at least $1 to unlock all of this content. Uh, Special thanks to Rodan for filling in as guest co-host this week, Rodan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'd have you as a permanent third, but Taylor said no.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I said, "I am the only pot as my co-pilot host that will be here all the time." God damn it! And then I
2: I'm hit. I'm assuming it was like more violent than
1: that. Well, I, yes. I was I was going to say, and then I hit Joe. I actually flew to Los Angeles so that I could slap Joe, and then got in a plane and came right back to
0: Florida. Nice. He's doing that thing where he tells the truth, but it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who would believe him? Who would believe his story over yours? Yeah. Uh, So, for Dan, Taylor Burger King McDonald's, and myself, sashay away until next week. Want to share your thoughts about Drag Race? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Help the show out. Leave us a review on iTunes. It really works. For up to the minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap and follow us on Twitter at Drag Race Recap. To find all of our old episodes, visit our website at DragRaceRecap.com. Taylor has his own podcast. It's called Pod is My Copilot, and you can find it at PodIsMyCopilot.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor on Instagram at PIMC Taylor and on Twitter at PIMC Taylor. Want to hear me talk about Drag Race even more? Well, then listen to me on One on One with Larry Flick every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, exclusively on Entertainment Weekly Radio, channel 105 on Sirius XM Radio. You can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at cupodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at JoeBatantz or on Twitter at JoeBatantz. If, for some reason, you would like to know what I'm eating, you can also follow my food Instagram at hungry HungryChola.
4: Fifi, I tried to hug you, though. You know what? It's always okay to make mistakes and just know that you can always grow from them. It's never the end. You can always start over.
3: Love you all. Fifi O'Hara. Jump in a car.